Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi, everyone. It's Chatting with Nat. It's Natalie Jean. And today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Rebecca Trujillo. I hope I said that right. Osmunda Music is Rebecca Trujillo's best a music creator, community leader, and spiritual writer whose body of work embraces healing music. Her ethos is passionate, strong, vibrant, and always focused on giving to a wider community of artists. Rebecca's output is diverse and encompasses many genres such as pop, folk, rock, new age, and children's music. Always exploring, she seeks inspiration, camaraderie, and connections. Let's give her a round of applause. Rebecca, how are you? Hi, Matt. I'm good. Do you like to go by Natalie or Nat? You can call me anything you want. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, I like Natalie. Some, some people call me the Beavis. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, because some days you know it's just not feeling uh feeling kitschy, so to speak. Um, so yeah, how have you been? I'm glad we finally got to connect. Yeah, I've been great. I'm, I'm so happy to to connect, and I I think that the timing is always right when we do, right? It's like a yeah. So um, this is a good this is a good time. Um, I just came back from Santa Fe. I was visiting, celebrating my mom. She just passed in 2021, and so it was nice to be with my family and just get back to my roots for a couple for like a few days. It was nice. Right. It's always great, great to be around. Um, great, sorry, great. People. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's always great to surround yourself with, you know, people that bring you joy in your life. Um, exactly. You know, I went away. I went to Nashville for a couple of days the other day, and it just, I felt so good to be surrounded by friends um, during hard times, and then you recognize what true friendships are in your life. So I can appreciate what you're saying. Um, but how have you been during this um, COVID? COVID had some babies, pandemic, assassination, Floyd, oh, elections, Roe versus Wade. Oh, Nazis, my goodness. Um, <laughs> so cicadas, all kinds yeah. of things going on. Mass shooting, sorry. I can't forget that because oh, of the video I know. Um, how have you been through all of that? It's it's tough, you know. I mean, um, I breathe. In fact, I was walking through my son's uh, schoolyard yesterday, and there's a big sign that says breathe. <laughs> and it actually reminded me to breathe. And it's <laughs> I think our breath kind of can keep us into, take us into this place of, um, you know, being able to just be in that moment without having to always be happy or always have it figured out or, 
you know, to maybe breathing also allows you to feel and accept right. your feelings and your emotions. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, I think, I think that's what I did during lockdown. I, I breathed. <laughs> I just uh, took lots of breaths and I walked and hiked in the mountains and I, you know, uh, it, it was tough. It was tough. Yeah. And I even wrote an al- album called Sending My Love. And um, I wasn't really planning on releasing the songs. I was just doing right. it for whoever could listen at the moment. And then we ended up wanting to share it with the world. So um, John Exfilatus and myself, we, we um, went ahead and produced the album and sent, sent it out. And so that's called Sending My That was my last album called Sending My Love. And it was all based on the kind of mantra. And in fact, there's a song called Breathe. <laughs> It's just breathe in, breathe out. That's that's the song. That's pretty much the song, but it's a really cool song. It's the, the, least, the least amount of words I've ever used in a song. No, we definitely need to breathe. That's muy importante. Honestly, I agree with you. Um, so we know, we both know that the past three years have been cray, cray, cray. It's been crazy. So super, um, crazy. super, super cray. Um, and we know that horrible things have happened, but in light of all that stuff, there's, you know, some pros that have happened. You know, I, I tell everybody, you know, I've seen family members, more family members walking together, like family time is a big thing now. Um, I've seen colleagues say, oh, you know what? Uh, they had to cut back on work because they realized they missed, they were missing so much, missing out on so much of their family's life. They're like, nope, gotta, gotta do this, gotta see them more. And there were so many articles about um, people quitting their jobs because what the pandemic did, it gave you downtime. It gave you downtime to do a lot of self-introspection, um, to really think about your life. And those people said, you know what? They don't want to do a job where they're unhappy, where they have anxiety. They want to do a job where they're happy and they love what they do. They know that they need a roof over their head. They need to eat. And they need clothing on their back, but a lot of people decided, eh, I want to work from home, or I want to f- go in line with my passion. And for like you and I, like songwriters, artists, um, like they created albums, EPs, tracks, singles, some decided not to do music anymore. They said, no, not doing this. Um, and then some people just decided to rebrand. Now, during this time, um, did you think about? how you wanted to be perceived as an artist, as a person? Did anything change? Or did you say, Rebecca Trujillo was munda, music is fine. Just <laughs> a combina- I would say a combination of all of it. I mean, um, I did actually think about rebranding. And then the more I thought about it, I was thinking, well, I actually love my brand. I just need to uh, dive deeper. And so um, I... I embraced it and I also started looking at licensing a little bit more as far as uh, an avenue to, to get more, more of my music out there. And it's worked because I've found many collaborators around the world. I found different producers. I found, um, I found another part of myself where I can express through my Osmunda music and beyond, because I've also done, right. produced, did some side uh, projects that weren't even part of Osmunda Music, but but was part of me. And so I was okay. able to partake in that. And then along the way, decided to, with a couple of people, start a nonprofit uh, to help musicians yeah. called 
Pandian Music Foundation, and that has yes. that that's that started. Uh, it was launched in September of 2022, and we got our 501c3 in January 2023, and we're hitting it strong right now. So that's another big part. I think that lock made me think of what how I can what I can give back, how I can help. Right. You know, and a lot of musicians feel lost, or they feel they don't have the they don't have the know-how, especially with licensing. People charge for, you know, classes to get more information. So what a few of us did was we got together and now we're offering workshops for free. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. So that's another thing that happened during lockdown was that that creative, you know, idea. And then it, the idea turned into something that's real and it's it's been manifested. Awesome. I like it. Now, yay! How did you get into the music biz? Now, did you come out of the womb, and you're like Rebecca's going to do music, or was it something that you heard, <laughs> you saw that inspired you to do music? When I was little, um, I have a recording of me singing on like one of those old tape recorders, um, "A Time for Us," and I didn't even know the words, so I was pretty much just making the words up and then only singing the words I knew how. So it was like, it would sound something like a time for, uh, and then I would like little toddler talk mumble and go through it and then remember whatever's next. But I knew the melody. And so I, I, I give that, I give, I guess a a super shout out and thank you to my mother, um, Irene Trujillo. uh, She was Irene Fernandez Trujillo was Fernandez was her maiden name. My dad also inspired and loved and and helped us with our music. So I think my whole family is somewhat knows how to play an instrument and or sing or do something, you know. And so we've we grew up playing music, and so that's that's what that's how it started. And I think my first big performance was in front of like 500 people, and this was uh, for uh, a teen con like a a teen like school teen concert or I think it was a grade teen I don't remember miss teen I don't know I don't remember what it was but it was my opportunity to play in front of a lot of people just me and the guitar and I played for baby for Bobby by John Denver wow love that yeah that's my beginning of my music and then left my guitar moved to LA and then I realized why did I leave my guitar <laughs> and then eventually got it back and yeah and then this story continues <laughs> and here I am and here you are now how important is it for you to be authentic as a person and in your music well you know um I think when I was younger, I think lying might have been something that we did, you know, like, a, oh, to get out of something or, you know, you saw other, maybe your siblings do it or other kids do it. And you thought, oh, I guess that's normal, like a normal thing to do. But then I started getting old as I started having realization. I was like, lying doesn't serve anybody. It's like um, totally does not serve yourself. So instead of lying, I started finding new ways how to express the truth. And um, obviously music is the best way to do it. And um, so I think that's really where I'm trying to come from is truth um, and purpose, 
like I don't know if a song to me if if I'm writing a song that doesn't have a purpose I don't that somebody else can do that song like uh, right and that's fine there's sometimes songs just for fun and I've done those live just for fun with in you know our jams at a studio or something and that could be just fun for giggles or whatever and right. that even that even that has a purpose but I think truth and honesty and and connection and what what you're feeling I I like if I'm not feeling like writing a friendship song I'm not mm-hmm. going to write it at that moment but I felt it like maybe a few months ago and I did it yeah. you know right maybe I want maybe right now I want to write a love song you know and that's okay and yeah. you know, just being authentic to yourself it's about doing what moves you yeah you know? um do you ever exactly. write songs about things going on in the world like uh, like political songs yes i wrote a whole album called love will overcome and that was the album that happened before um lockdown um and i was just you know i just had a, a an album release um like not that long into before lockdown and yeah so it's called love overcome there's a lot of songs on there that are political um when is it right and there's a video that's attached to that that talks that shows you know talks about the homeless and when is it right to stand up and fight you know when is it right like it's when when you know do we wait till our our beautiful environment our mother earth is completely polluted um that's one song but there were quite a few songs on there um be the change love will overcome is a song too it's um, use that with um, you know love is love you know we 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 sh- everyone has a right to a voice to exist um, so my my I would say my first two albums are also my very first album I, my main new song based on my title Munda Asmunda yes. where Asmunda comes from is Munda I changed the earth from Mundo to Munda and okay. it's about Mother Earth about how taking care of mother earth and that mother earth is like a celestial being and she she feels things and she'll feel the fire she'll feel the tears you know she feels when people you know are when people are aggro and angry and destroying the planet she feels it so so i i do bring up like little narrative moments in that and also, in some of my new music, I wrote a new song that hasn't been released called War or Love, and that's a pretty mm-hmm. tough song. <laughs> it's a pre- I'll share that with you, and, and when I release it, I'll definitely share it with the audience. But yeah, it's it's a tough song to, for probably, it's it's a beautiful song, but it's it's a, it's a the words are, are pretty right on there, you know. I love that. And, um, I love it. I love, I love people that are right on it. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not, and not everyone wants to hear it. But you, you know, as a musician or as an artist, you want to. That's what you're writing about at that moment, and that's what's important, and it needs to come out. Yeah, I believe that we are guided sometimes to write certain things because there's a message that people need to hear. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very spiritual person, and I think there's just things that some people just need to hear, and the people that don't want to hear it, they can turn it off. Um, exactly. You know, a, lot of, a lot of people, you know, say, oh, you know, 
aren't you afraid that you alienate your fans when you talk about politics? Some people just believe artists shouldn't even delve in that. I said, but what, what do you think the purpose of music is? The purpose of music is to get messages out. Some people need to hear something. Some people may not like what you have to say, but some people need to know that somebody stands with them at the same time. Right. And if your fans know you, they will appreciate your music anyway. And music is subjective. Well, it's time for all yeah. that. You know? You're right. During some of the political situations happening, you know, whether it's like a new president that people are voting on or, and I've post and I do post things and I have lost some, you know, listeners or, or followers or, or friends through they, because they, everyone has their opinion and um, right. maybe they don't want to, they want, mm-hmm. they don't want to delve in. And so a friend just recently told me, you know, like, you know, we're talking and I said, Ooh, maybe we shouldn't talk politics. And, this person said, well, maybe we should. Maybe you're exactly the reason why we should talk about this. <laughs> because you have this, you know, you have this, this, you, you know, maybe maybe because my approach isn't bringing in um, hate or unacceptance. Right. Maybe my, my message is like, hey, we're, we're in this together. We really need to, like, like environmental justice and social justice. We need to stand together with both of these big issues because the only way that true change is going to happen is if we stand together and listen to each other. That's right. That's right. Um, I know uh, for myself, you know, I released an album also called Where Do We Go From Here a couple of years back, and it talks about everything. It talks about climate change, sexual assault, uh, police brutality, you name it, I touched on it. And I love that. Thank you. And it's probably my best album um, out there. I have six, I think. I can't remember. Um, out there. And um, and then I realized that that's what I want to focus on is social impact message uh, songs because I think that I think that people need it. And it's not about changing anybody's mind, but it's it's wanting somebody to just listen and hear something. And if something gets to you, that's beautiful. If it doesn't, right. then it doesn't. Um, like I love the fact that you wrote a song that said love is love, um, which is one of the biggest topics for me right now. And I'm, I'm very liberal. I say, you know what, everybody needs to do what they need to do to be happy and stuff like that. And, um, and I believe that people should love whoever they want to love, blah, blah, blah. But, um, the, the only thing that I've had the biggest issue on is it seems as though, our world is trying to to get rid of women, and I have a huge problem with this. Um, you know, there's new titles. You know, everything's right. got to go just to understand what somebody's calling you. Like I just learned that you know, for naturally born women, they they want to call uh, those people cisgender, and I'm not here for it. I right. want people to be happy, but it doesn't mean that you have to eliminate me. To find your own exactly. I wrote a song that just got released March 17th called "Woman Is Me." <laughs> yeah, and, and I, yeah, I have that on here that I'm gonna play. Oh, good. And and like, so it kind of that that was a rager. Not it's not a rager song, but that was a rager like moment for me to just spill it out. Like, look, mm. I could be I could be all these things, you know, mm-hmm. and still, and that's my am. It's okay because 
you know, I'm and I and like this is like side side narrative. I, I right. bleed, I sweat, I cry. Right. Stuff comes out of me and I'm just pouring it out, you know. <laughs> and that's who I am. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And Every that's who you are. Time. And that's who that's who we are. This is what we are. This is our this is our womanhood, you know. Every it seems this like every time you women. turn around, somebody wants to do something to a woman. Like that, no, we don't want you to have a voice. No, we want to be in control of your body. No, you this. No, that. No, that. No, you want fair pay. What? No. It's like, no, women are not going to stand for that anymore. So now people, some people, they don't want you to, on tampons or maxi pads, they don't want the logo on that. They don't want you to say breastfeeding. They want you to say chest feeding. No. <laughs> oh, breastfeeding for sure. I mean, it's yeah, like, but, uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, we have, we, we, we're given these bodies and we're given this heart and we're given this voice and this mind and, and this, this beautiful soul spirit, you know, we carry around, we walk the planet. We should be able to share and express who we truly are. Right. Exactly. There you go. You see, you got it. We should be able to express who we, and on that note, let me play the song, dude. That
What are you jumping? I like it. Very catchy. So Very catchy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know this artist named Celeste? She go, she uh, just called. She's her name uh, is Celeste. Anyway, she um, she inspired. So. There were there's two artists that inspired me for this song. I think the 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 production. I was inspired by Celeste, and then the the actual um, the, the actual song. I think I've heard a few cool, very cool, recent um, you know women empowerment songs that are just really great. And I I was inspired, and I I actually really spent some time. Um, even though the lyrics are pretty simple, I spent some time in making sure that it that that the song popped with the with the with the musical bed and so it, it just it you know it was a fun it was a fun song to make I'm happy I'm happy with the way it turned out oh that sounds great now how do you now you do uh, children's music which is fascinating to me because I think that's why probably one of the hardest genres to write believe it or not <laughs> you really have to dig deep you, you know, know I had some, I, I, I had some help. I had some help. Um, we, interesting enough, I have um, I had a co-writer, um, Abby Wells. She's also mindfulness, um, wellness, um, you know, t- teacher, uh, instructor. Um, she has um, she started this this whole thing called Peace Lab, and this is for for students in schools in Los Angeles and all around. She's uh, put together many um, just educational tools for them, and she's taught yoga and and mindfulness and meditation. And she also has something called another another group called Shanti Generation. And the reason why I'm bringing her up is she was the inspiration for the children's uh, album. She just she's a friend and she, she called me one day and she's like, you really need to make a children's album. I'm like, she's like your music. Cause I, I have sang to children before and just made up songs for them. Like dolphins make us smile. I think I wrote that song. But I never recorded it. Um, in the end, what we did together could be used also for an adult listening because it's, it's fall to this really cool vibey meditation, really great, beautiful, live instruments um so it was so i would say that it it even though it's for children it, mm-hmm. adults can enjoy it and adults can definitely enjoy this one this whole album hasn't been released yet that's that's okay. next with this one and um it's called um what is the name is it's called uh let me just find one of the songs on there is my heart has wings. <laughs> I, I just think that that's the best, um, best title and the, some of the best uh, lyrics. And I give I give all the lyrics credit to Abby Wills. And I did all the melody instrument, instrumentation, uh, all the development of the song, and then brought in a lot of friends to play on the album, including her husband, bassist um, Aaron Wills, who plays with 311. They call him Peanut, and he's playing bass. The whole time, but um, oh, the 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 whole album is called um, what is it called? It's called and I can't think of the name now. I'm just I'm having a having a mind a mind thing. I thought I'd be able to find it, but um, 
I'll, it'll come to me in a second. I'll share it with you. Um, okay. So yeah. So anyway, this this album was it's 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 fun. It's beautiful. It's it's just really great, and it's it's going to take the this child through a whole yoga class. So it starts with oh, one song, and it and it takes it to all the way down to Shavasana, which is that mm. resting pose. And so that's it's it's and then with it it's going to have um, it's going to be available for teachers or for parents to show um, how to play this for your child and listen to the music and also go through the yoga moves. So it's like a twofold kind of project as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then that's, um, that's cool about it. Awesome. Now, what do you love most about being an artist? Um, I love that there's, it's, it's, um, the creative side Creator, creative. Um, we're creating. We're creating something out of nothing. <laughs> we're creating. We're 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 starting with a sound and words and bringing it together and merging sonic, beautiful music with with voice and words and lyrics. And we're we're making magic. That's what I love about it. It's like there's nothing else like it that I've experienced. And. Um, yeah, I mean, I I painted and I've done creative things and I've worked used to work at Warner Brothers doing creative stuff and I I've even acted in little projects and it it always for me it always comes back to music. <laughs> yeah, always it does. Okay, so the name of the children's album is called Heartful of Peace. That's oh, be coming like out. That. Yeah, Heartful. This yes. world needs a serious peace. Yes, exactly. Um, and the little bit that we can all do can make a difference. It's just, it's, whew. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, definitely don't, yeah. Um, it's, but I love the fact that I, I can't wait to hear that album. I'm going to listen to it too because, um, the way things are rolling around here. <laughs> Yeah, the um I'm going to I'm going to send you. I'm going to right after we're done I'm going to send you the my disco link to it. Um cuz okay. it's already mastered and everything. It just needs to now go through the process of getting released. It's ready. It's ready to be shared with the world. Oh, I like that. Now, if you could collaborate with anyone in the world, who would you want to collaborate with and why? It's funny. I want. I want to. I want to warn you. It changes every day. Okay. <laughs> but um, I don't know why it changes, but it does. Um, I think it has something to do with where I'm at, and mm-hmm. um, and I just I get obsessed. So I, I've I've I get obsessed, and I might even get obsessed, and then go back to being obsessed with with the person, with the artist. Mm-hmm. There's this woman. Her name is Lassa Desella. And she died pretty young, but her music lives on. And I'm totally obsessed with her music. Um, I just literally bought a book called Why Lhasa Desela Matters. <laughs> and I just got a vinyl. I never buy vinyls. And I just got a vinyl of one of her albums um, called La Llorona. And I covered one of her songs called Con Toda Palabra. 
And it's just such a beautiful song. So um, I really have it in the licensing hands. That song. Um, we'll see if it. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that song. But yeah, it's a. So I. I'd say her for now. Lasa, Lasa, Lasa de Sela. For now. For now. For today. In this moment. Yeah. Today. Oh, okay. I get it. Now, do you like? What do you prefer most? Do you like intimate settings or a large audience when you perform? Oh, um, intimate settings. Um, only because then you can talk. You can kind of right. talk to people as you're singing. Like, you know, it's like a, you can do that, I think, in large settings as well. But it's like you can actually almost hug them and just right. be there. Like, they're with you. Yeah. And then also, yeah. too, yeah, it's an in, it's an intimate, the intimate exchange feels very connecting um and you can really feel the person you're singing with next to you like you like they literally feel like they're 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 with you as you're singing and you're playing and you're connecting with them right yeah i always you know yeah when you're in a smaller setting you can definitely connect more you know i always tell the artists that music is our superpower because you can the music has the ability to heal, you know, it can give somebody hope. Uh, music is something that people utilize when they're angry, sad, happy. It gives some kind of release. And I always try to encourage people, you know, if you're, you're doing music, keep doing it because you're affecting somebody out there in the universe somehow, some way. Absolutely. Um, my new album that's being released August 18th is it's it's called take take my hand and I th- there's two or three songs there's three songs that have that lyric line in it and one of the songs is a title song called take my hand but and it's literally about that it's like how how i'm not just there for you but you're there for me you know I love for that. you're here with each other we're here for each other yeah and the fact, that, and there's my new song that's coming out this Friday, Wrap My Heart Around You. One of the lyric lines is, take my hand. Yeah. That's right. Take my hand. Yeah. Take yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm going to play your song, Imagine You. Tell me what that's about. Okay. So, Imagine You, it's interesting. That was one of, you uh, You asked about collaborations. Um, <laughs> so, I I just opened myself to some new collaborators that I had no idea where they're coming from. And this person, such a nice lady, Val, um, she, she, she contacted me and she's like, I really like your voice. I would love it if we can make a song together. And because she was in the groups that I trust in terms of they kind of, they know the drill, they know about split sheets, they know about, you know, they know who's who. Okay. Usually they know like, Oh, am I the writer? Am I the, you know, Am I the songwriter slash am I the singer? You know, so these people usually figure that out right away. And I figured right. it out right away with her. She really had an idea. She, so so I, took, I took her idea and worked really hard to make it into a song and then sent it to a producer in Sweden and we, we finished it and it came out really beautiful. I was very proud of that song because I felt... I took something that felt very impossible initially <laughs> to do and I ended I was able to pull that off and it was one of those things that I getting out of my comfort zone where it's not just about it's not not always just about my lyrics or my song right. or my idea 
And so it was a, it was fun to do that. And I really, once again, very happy with how it, the song came out. And it was actually for a brief, and it was for a like a like a an ad. And I knew that I knew that it even if um, it wasn't necessarily a brief for like a deadline. It was more as an example of what what this what they were looking for and so mm-hmm. now but it's it's with an agency now um madden flow um agency in los angeles and they have that song so we're very happy with it and we'll see if it we'll see how it holds up but it was a good it was a good first one to release because i really like this um producer in sweden and we're working on multiple songs together continually and I, he didn't make it on the album, but I have okay. some really great songs I love that I that I have that will be on. A, I know a future album that I have with him, so that's why I decided to do a single release of the song first. All right. Let me play it.
I mean, your your voice, you, you definitely could, I mean, could do something licensing. That it should be a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, that that has a lot of extra stuff that you could use in licensing for sure. Um, but you know, it has the sound, it has the patience, it has the edit points, it has all that, all the fun. And then it also is just really pretty. It's just like um, yeah. I could imagine, I could imagine being that person, thinking, wanting that person in the room you know, for real. And I could, I could put myself in that situation and think about it. And it's, it's a great narrative. You know, it's a great way to connect with people too. Like, uh, wow, if I can, if I can feel, if I can imagine myself, you know, I'm married and I have a child and stuff, but I can still, it's fun to still come out of the, you know, this thinking of like, it's, everything's linear. You know, you can, you can jump around and think of yourself in different parts you know, of your imagination or your own de- desires, or you can right. imagine how this this could this could come out. You know, and it could work for anybody. And you know, so I think I can really I can totally put myself in there and relate to the song. Yeah. No. I mean, I I, I could imagine that um, that song in a movie, that particular one. Um, one. Right, and it's it's not so on the nose, so it's more general. And I think you you're right; it could work in a lot of different scenarios. I mean, it's fantastic, fantastic. Uh, Thank you. One last, last one last question I have for you. Uh, the question is: What are three things you wish you had known before you got into the music business? Oh boy. I probably okay, so number one, that I I could probably have started earlier, like I maybe not so worried. I didn't think of being a musician as a profession. So I probably that's one thing I would have changed early mm-hmm. on. I would have looked I would I might I might have jumped into that role. I mean, even though I loved it and I was really young starting and playing guitar and singing and I didn't embrace it as a viable work or, you know, and, and maybe that was a good thing on some level, but I think that if I had to do it again, I would, I would go back and I would, I would embrace the, yes, I'm doing this. And I would do, you know, I would even go further and learning about everything earlier on and just really, cause, cause you know, once you, once you are more, more stable and you have you're you're married and you have a kid and everything it's like harder to go on tour or harder to do these things and when when you're just kind of young and traveling the world which I did but I I would do I would I would probably put some more attention to the musical 
aspect of it all when you know and 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 used my energy that way and done it done it a little bit differently so that's one and then number two um i pr- i probably would have started collaborating earlier and i probably would have been a little more i would like to be more brave when i was younger just to you know more confident and that way I I wouldn't have second guess my in, intuitive thoughts which usually are always right or or that at least they're usually right on right. Right. <laughs> which is different than right yeah which just means that they they end up being you know oh yeah I wish it, you know that felt right those thoughts were exactly where I, where I could have gone with so just being more confident and being you know, that would be number two. And then number three, I think that, um, I think that I would just make it as a, a top on my list, you know, for everything I would have put, put maybe instead of, um, I I might've put, put it more of as, as a hardcore uh, focal point, Mm. Um, which I know that sounds, the same as starting off young, but the difference I think would be the focal point of being um, of the expression of of the sharing of the getting out there of of diving deeper and learning about everything. It you know that could help get the music out, and it it all kind of helps each other. Like if you do this for yourself, other musicians also get the benefit because you're sharing that information and. I think that that's what I would, that's, those are the three I would have um, really just made that my focus, number three. So those are the three. Beautiful. Um, one of the main things for me is I wish I had known how many scammers there were out there in the music business, because let me tell you, they smell people that just start out. They right. Just just like, well, that's that's true and that's why i that's like part of the learning like going mm. full force in the learning you know there there are there are mentors and teachers that can tell you right away these are there's scammers out there and this is you know i don't think the music industry's ever really not with scammers though right <laughs> no they've never not been good i mean the amount well there's more to say that um i wish that um people more people would have said this is these are the things they're going to tell you do your due diligence when somebody tells you though they can make you a star or um oh they they've worked with such and such and because when you're green you 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 want that you want that fame you want this you want that and you practically will believe in anything that anybody tells you i i felt afraid of that but it wasn't more about fame it was just they they seemed like people that were really in the business to help and I lost a lot of money. Now that can't happen now because I do right. my due diligence and research and stuff like that. But uh, no, that is well, that, almost like no people. That's a good one that you just brought up, and thank you for bringing that up to our, our audience today because that's exactly the reason why we need to help each other and we need to spread the word and say to these young ones, look, you know, there are resources now for you. This you don't have to do this alone. You yep. have, there's a lot of experienced um, people that can give you, help you get your toolbox ready and get, get going on your own and, and just 
depends on how much you, you can pull off on your own and what you need budget-wise, which you can get the help with. So there's a lot of ways you can do it alone these days, like a 100 percenter. But there's also, you know, ways you can find a budget way to to work with other people, like collaboration. Usually if 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 everyone is versed in the, you know, way to do it, there's a way to, to collaborate and everyone gets the splits. And that person who's starting off doesn't feel alone. Right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. They don't feel alone. I try to help people as but no, some people just don't want to listen, but I try to help people as best as <laughs> they can. Um Yeah, yeah no, but I you're I, right. Time. Um you it's know. a good it's a good thing to bring up for sure. It's like something that we need to keep keep talking about, you know, especially oh, yeah. for our young ones. I tell people all the time, you gotta you gotta be careful. Um and the other thing is that this business is tough and this business is a lot of work. It's not like back in the day you go into a radio station, here's my C D or album or record, let's go as far back as that and they might play it. Now we have social media. You know, sometimes if you're into that, you have to see, oh, will this song work on Facebook? Will it work on Instagram, TikTok, whatever talk that's out there? Um, Mm -hmm. It could go viral. Is anybody listening? Because if you look at the world, you know, a person, there's, I always talk about this girl, but the Catch Me Out girl, she was on Dr. Phil. She was a very disrespectful kid. Sony Warner, whoever. Said, oh, we can make, oh, we can make money out of that. She became a rap artist, made millions of dollars. She now has a uh, OnlyFans uh, account where she makes lots of money, and it's all because she was disrespectful. <laughs> so wow. I think it's very sad that some of the labels they go after these people because it's just it's a way for them to make money. And it's not even about the artistry anymore. It's not the art. Because my whole right. thing is. About getting the world to see music as art. Um, right, you know, right. Music is subjective. It's like when you go to an art gallery, you just look at something and say, okay, that's art. You may or may not like it, but you can appreciate that it's art. It may not be for you, but you can appreciate that, that it's art. Now, with music, there's so people that are so critical about but the, the songwriters out there, the artists out there, and say, oh, no, nah, that's bad music. Why? Somebody else may like it. Why can't people see that as art? So my whole thing is trying to revolutionize the music world so that people say, oh, that's great art. It may not be for right. me. That's great art. Exactly. They're showing some right. type of bravery. You know what I mean? Yes. It's it's, it's so true. And, and everyone, and it would be boring if we all sounded the same. And did Thank the same you. Thing. Thank you. I was telling somebody that the other day. I was just because they were like, oh, it's because I entered a song contest and they were like, oh, if you had done this, that, and the other, and yet I had entered the same song in another contest and won like a silver medal. And I went back to them and I said, well, no, I don't need to change anything. Not because I won the the other contest, but, but because you're trying to take my voice away from me. And I, right. and I said the exact same thing. Don't you think it would be boring if all, the world sounded the same? Right. It would be, and and also too, it, people would lose interest if everyone sounded the same. So you're darn right, you're darn yeah. right. Music, music. What people don't realize is that music evolves. It just does. It evolves over time. Things cannot remain the same over and over and over and over and over and over again. Things no. you know, 
are are, are constantly uh, spinning. And, you know, when you turn on the radio station, you, you, you basically hear the same thing over and over again. It becomes redundant. Right. And I think that that's like the safe. I think people are afraid to get out, like, and be a little more brave and right. put put something different out there. But then when they do, it they they're always surprised by the success. You know, exactly. Wow, I should have done this. I should have done it earlier. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And you you hear that all the time, even with licensing. Like everyone's always like, "Well, what's the next big big thing?" And then. Everyone, and then your the response is like, well, maybe you are. You just just don't don't be afraid to you know to be brave about it. I mean, right. I know you're going to get the feedback that says, oh, well, this won't work for this, or maybe it should be right. this. And everyone has an opinion for sure, especially if you're in a listening session or something. But I think in the end, when when everyone's wondering what the next big thing is, the next big thing is is you. Is you know, if you're brave enough to to do what you're doing and and put it out there that's the that's the next big thing amen to that you see you get it you completely understand the whole dynamic of things <laughs> I'm, try, I'm like a i i don't yeah well i think we you you're very wise already and you've already given me your your questions are are amazing so thank you for that you're giving us an opportunity to to touch on some real deep connecting examples and thoughts. I try. I try. I try. Why? Why we're no. why we're, why we're artists? Why we're mu- musicians? Why we love music? Why we we care to share? Why we care to share? I like that. It's me yeah, is my is, yeah, as my dear friend Cinder would say, hook alert. <laughs> hook alert. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you, Rebecca. Finally, for I'm so glad I got you on chatting with Matt. I loved our conversation. I think we're yes, simpatico in the spirituality thing, and and just yes. being honest, you know what I mean. I think we both believe that all is in divine order. When when things happen the way that they're supposed to, they do. Um, yeah, we're sis- we're sisters in music, and we're women in music. Right there, you go. We're sisters. In music. <laughs> yeah. Well, God bless you and and heart bless you. And thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, thank you. All right, everybody. That was singer-songwriter Rebecca Trujillo. You can find her on her website, azmundamusic.com. Instagram is the same. Facebook is the same. YouTube is the same. TikTok is the same. Twitter is the same. And if you can't remember that, you can use that uh, lovely tool called Google. Yes, Google is your (laughs) friend. You do it. Do it, and you can actually buy music. You can still buy music. Uh, you can stream it, but you know that's a half a penny there. Um, so try to buy right. music. I try to buy music all the time now, and try to support my friends and and other people that I know that are making music. It's, you know, we're trying to make a living doing this. This is our happy place. So please continue to do so, and remember to stay true to who you are in this life. Don't. Give away your power. The power resides in you, and you know that you can do some good out there in the world. Until next time on Chatting with Nat. Thank you, Thank Rebecca. You. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Same to you. Thanks. Chatting with Nat 
is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.